Hey everyone, welcome to Sarah Uncensored. I am your host, Sarah Allspall, and thank you for joining me today. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast. I've been uh, all over the place, super busy the past couple weeks, so I had to take a little time off, but I am back and it feels good. And I am flying solo this week. I, like I said, I've been busy and all over the place, so I wasn't able to coordinate with Jason, but he will be back on the podcast soon enough. So sorry, he can't make it this week. Um, I will be talking to Katie Chaos from YouTube. So I'm very excited to talk to her. I've been following her videos for about a year now. So lots of great stuff. I'm sure we'll be covering uh, relating to news because, oh my goodness, So much has happened and so much is happening that I can't even keep up right now. I've been trying to follow the Podesta WikiLeaks emails and I've been, of course, following all of the election stuff. I cannot believe uh, we have a new president, President Donald Trump. Um, I just, you know, I... I wasn't going to be happy either way it went, but I am a little surprised. I think like most people um, that he was elected and my surprise doesn't really come from, you know, what mainstream media was forcing because they were forcing the Hillary narrative, I think, pretty thick. Um, My surprise just comes from, you know, I didn't think the establishment could quote unquote control him enough or something like that and let him in there. So uh, we'll see. This is, this is going to be interesting. Uh, shit's certainly kind of hitting the fan. And again, I've been really out of the news loop, uh, mainstream or alternative news and otherwise, because I have been traveling. I went out to Colorado and spent a little time with my sister in the fine city of Denver, which I just love dearly. And uh, it's always nice to go out there. It's fresh air and little 420 fun and hiking and seeing my niece and nephew. It's always a good time. So I had a great little trip out there. And then um, when I got back, I started packing and I moved. So I have been doing that nonstop for, oh my gosh, I guess it's only been about two weeks, but it feels like two years, I swear. Moving is exhausting. So uh Hopefully I'll be staying put for a little bit here. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, I'm excited to talk to Katie today because like I said, I've been a little bit out of the news loop. So hoping to get it all back on track and uh, hear what's going on in the alternative news realm with Katie Chaos. Katie Chaos is challenging the status quo over on YouTube by promoting peace with her voluntarist political views. She says chaos is the main argument preventing society from imagining peace and she wants to help change the perception of freedom through her goofy videos. Katie also vlogs over at the Conscious Resistance Network, which is how I found her a little over about a year ago. All right, welcome Katie. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to pick your brain because I know I told you I've been moving and I'm really out of like the alternative media loop, I like to say. And I'm just like, so much has been happening over these last few weeks. And I've got like little bits and pieces here and there. But um, I really wanted to see, you know, I feel like you kind of stay up on everything over on your YouTube channel. You do a really good job at that. And so I would love to talk to you just about like some of the recent stuff that's going on. I mentioned to you I wanted to talk about uh, fake news and the Podesta emails. What do you want to start with? 
Um, I guess I could start with fake news. That's okay. been on my mind a lot lately. It's, it seems to be popping up in my Facebook news feed. Um, all my liberal friends are now pointing the finger at fake news. Um, they just cannot understand how Trump got elected, and it's because they, you know, chose Hillary as a nominee and she cheated her way at the top. Right. They just can't, you know, accept that as the reason. Um, so now they're saying, like, we really got to crack down on fake news. And I'm fine with them saying that and maybe, like, even teaching their friends how to find reliable sources and check to see if a story is credible. But now Zuckerberg and Google, they're, you know, coming up with these elaborate plans to crack down on fake news, which... I understand having quality control to some degree, but that's a really sensitive topic. How do you decide right. what's fake from real? And I just, I started blasting um, this thread on my Facebook, like all these examples of when the mainstream media has gotten things wrong. Like um, the Huffington Post said that Hillary has a chance, a 98% chance of winning <laughs> using their fancy forecasting model. <laughs> um, so like what happens when oh they gosh. make predictions that are wrong? Does that tarnish their reputation and then get them placed on a fake news list forever? Uh, what happens when you lie by omission and like, I don't know, I keep seeing all these things about like how only one side has the bullies when really bullies are on other side. Um, so what happens there? Is that kind of fake? What about all the, um, you know, CNN people that are, they lobby with the Clinton campaign and WikiLeaks expose that they engage in heavy media collusion. Should we trust what they say as yeah. fact, no matter what? That was my first thought. Um, I'm like, is that not fake on some level as well? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep, and there's been, you know, rape hoaxes published mm -hmm. by Rolling Stone. That kind of thing, that kind of reporting ruins lives. Um, so I just, I really don't like the idea of communication and search platforms being the gatekeepers of information. Um, I think that's really risky, 1984-esque type territory. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it's, it's kind of the beginning of an erosion of free speech, because if we're censoring fake news, what's next? Hate news? Well, who decides what's hate news? Um, you know, one of the fake stories that I posted on this thread as well was a New York Times piece with a complete lie right in the title. It was something like, um, pedophilia is a disorder, not a crime. And I was just, wow, I was blown away by that. <laughs> but, um, you know, if, if we're censoring fake news, they're going to start censoring hate news. And I feel like shit, that pedophilia article won't make the list, but, you know, something else will from Breitbart or, you know, Free Thought Project. It's just, it's complicated. Right. I really don't want to start thinking that that's the direction that we're going. We really need to speak up and try to spread truth and, I don't know, get better at even just the stuff that we post. Like, really make sure that you fact check yourself. Yeah, I was going to ask, what is the solution then? I mean, not everyone is going to become an investigative journalist, like not, you know, so we yeah, can't right. tell everyone, like, research everything you share as much as we want them to. Um, but we can encourage that. And I guess hope people. Yeah, yeah I think people are more check. now. So yeah. that's because I mean, fake news that it is a real thing that's out there. And, and right. people are gullible. And, and they I'm sure we've all that. fallen for it at one point or the other. And that's what sucks. You're just like, yeah. oh, okay, I've seen that. And I've been victim to that. And you're just like, yep. okay, I can see where we don't want that. But you can't censor it all. There's no way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just um, really learn how to look 
skeptically at everything you're about to post. And then I think, you know, it should happen at universities too. Like professors should be teaching how to find good information mm -hmm. as well, but they're not doing that. When they have them write a paper nowadays, they give like, okay, you can only write from these five sources and like framing it for them. Right. You can't even have a counter argument. Like they kind of frame the paper for you, like using these biased sources. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. And I think people are okay with receiving that on some level because they are overwhelmed with doing all the research themselves. So they're just like, okay, just give it to me so I don't have to think too much and I can go back right. to, you know, whatever the cliche thing is of the week. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that instant <laughs> gratification, like Snapchat. Yeah. The instant, <laughs> instant information too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Um, okay, so I wanted to touch a little bit on Pizzagate, and I don't know how much I even want to go there because I haven't really I figured out uh, uh, figured out enough about it yet. But I know maybe you're in the same boat. But yeah, is this no, worth um, looking I, into? What is going on? I'm seeing it on Twitter here and there, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, and I just yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, see, it's hard. It's a hard thing to look into because literally every time I put a video on, I have to turn it off and like go sit down because I get queasy, like I get it's, nauseous. That's what's the problem. Oh, uh, the all the main so, thing I found this morning is um, Podesta and a bunch of the Hillary campaigners on her staff or whatever. Um, they would go to this pizza place near Washington D.C. and the owner. Um, had really questionable, actually outright disgusting artwork of like a grown adult receiving oral from like a little miniature sized person with a bunch of other miniature sized cartoon. Like it's kind of abstract the way they have it. Mm -hmm. I, like I don't even want to describe it. It's just, it's gross. I saw that picture and, and there were a bunch of different pictures with the same type of thing. Like, like big people doing really crude sexual things with really mm -hmm. tiny, mm -hmm. tiny, tiny people. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just started looking into it and actually <laughs> this ties in with fake news. Sometimes I'll, I'll, tweet something so I'm, I'm guilty too like I'll tweet something as a way of archiving it and coming back to it oh yeah me too but then, yeah oh. <laughs> but then people will be like oh why'd you post that like that's not even true that's been debunked and I'm like oh shoot yeah thanks sorry I just that was something that I, I flagged for myself to go back to yeah and... I wish Twitter had a function where you could save things like Facebook because yeah, yeah right. I do that all the time I'm like well I better just retweet this because there's no way I'm gonna find it ever yep. again <laughs> yep <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I don't know. I saw you tweet something earlier, though, about you said it's um, a conspiracy theory worth spreading because if you're wrong, wait. If you're you look, wrong, you just you look, you look silly. silly. Right. You but spread, if not, you know, but if not, yeah, because I mean, really, essentially what it is, it's it's from the Podesta emails and there's, yeah. you know, um, like code words they're using to, yeah. you know, pursue yeah. children, basically. Yep. And I think the NYPD is involved too, but I don't know the extent of that yet. I don't know. Um, cause I've, you know, the only people that are talking about it are fringe. Yeah. And it's, and it's stuff because so. they like found in these emails and they're yeah. finding other meanings for these terms that are code on the internet. Basically like somebody says something about taking a long pizza lunch and it doesn't really make sense in the context of the email. Yeah. But then yeah. when they've put in the code words for it, that whatever, it's really dark and depressing stuff. And that's yeah. where I'm like, and, and I don't know how much I even want to touch it, because if it is conspiracy stuff, like 
you know, great. Like, let's like, let that go. But if it's yeah. real, it's holy crap. It's not yeah, good. If it's real, then you're helping the, you know, save children from harm. Um, and we know that they're dark people anyway, from the mm-hmm. whole spirit cooking. Yeah. Stuff. That's the other thing though. Like what is yeah. going on with that? Yeah. They just, oh, they have friends in really, really low places. And, um, yeah, Mariana, I guess her name is mm-hmm. Marina something. I don't know. She writes things on walls with like semen and then blood. And, and then they have these parties where they cut their hands open. I don't even know. That's gross too. But yeah. Really satanic, dark stuff. So, uh, you know, with the, um, the art, it's, it reminds me of something I had to deal with years ago at work. I worked, um, for a publishing company and I actually managed an online art forum and I was like the chief moderator. Yeah. And there was an artist posting um, art made with menstrual blood. Oh, geez. Yeah. And I had to review it and look at it and I was just like. It was probably from that girl, Marina. No, this was an artist experimenting on the forum. She was just a regular. I don't think it was her. I would be shocked if it was. I should go back and figure that out. But um. Yeah, people do that. And now that I have this knowledge, I'm looking back on that and being like, oh, what the fuck was that about? Like that was way worse than I probably even knew at the time. Yeah, I was some naive like newbie working this little art job. I was like, oh, I don't really think we should allow this because, you know, nine out of 10 people don't want this in the community. So I ended up we took it down. But um, (laughs) and I think we had to add like no bodily fluids to the thing. But I remember looking into that then. And so. I don't know. Is it always satanic? I yeah, and and another that that reminds me. Like the left is is offended by everything. Yeah, so, <laughs> but this kind of stuff. But doesn't offend no, anybody. Like, <laughs> don't even bat an eye. So I don't know. I just the whole thing is a little bit disturbing. Either way, though, I just don't understand why that's in everybody's work email. Right, and like <laughs> or I personal email, I guess is the case sometimes. Yeah. But <laughs> I try not to focus too much on on this. Because, you know, um, it's dark and, and depressing, mm-hmm. number one. And I kind of just want to take the ignorance as bliss approach. But at the same time, kids are being harmed. But they already do – politicians, just all of them. They, they already do enough horrible stuff that's well-known. Right. To me, <laughs> So it's... I try not to dabble in, you know, conspiracy theories. The details don't even matter, really, or so. Right. Like... Yeah, they already do enough that is well-known that's evil and bad and – incompetent yeah and I know I agree with you so you take like a voluntarist (laughs) position which I mean not a lot of people maybe even know what that means I'm trying to educate that's sort of the point of my podcast is to get some other views out there and hopefully educate some people into some things you know that aren't mainstream but um what is can you just like let folks know like what is voluntarism and what got you interested in it sure um I I see it as all human interaction should be voluntary Um, And actually, I have a video that will be called What is Voluntarism coming up on my channel. So (laughs) definitely tune into that. But, um, you know, you believe in the idea that you can lead yourself, rule yourself. You don't need a master. Um, And a lot of people don't realize the inherent force within government. And like through taxation, Mm. If, if you refuse to pay your taxes because you don't believe in funding war for example (laughs) overseas and you try to act on that belief by pulling out your money you're gonna eventually have people come to your house Uh, you know they might send you a notice at first Mm -hmm. but then you're gonna have you know 
men in with guns <laughs> come to your house and try to arrest you because you're not paying your taxes. And if you arrest, uh, uh, resist that arrest, you know, you, you're really going to face some violence. So, so the whole idea is they operate on the threat of force mm-hmm. um, is the whole thing. So, yeah, and I try and to... It doesn't you know, have to be that way, but nobody seems to understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's abstract. I got into it um, from the Ron Paul Okay. Back. I, I was a little late. I didn't catch on in 2008. Um, so I, I caught on, on to that in 2012. And I just used YouTube as a resource. I don't think people realize like how much good quality stuff on, is on. Yeah. So I started searching around and I found Julie Browski. Okay. Um, yeah, I like her. Amanda Billyrock. She doesn't make videos anymore and she's totally wiped out her channel, but she was really good. Um, I was into old school Stefan Molyneux um, and a bunch of other people like Adam Kokesh, Larkin Rose, uh, Jeffrey Tucker. I just, I, you know, I would watch all these interviews and then I'd find a new name and I'd start reading their work or watching their videos or listening to those podcasts. Tom Woods, he has a great podcast. Um, Anarchist with Jeff Berwick. I mean, there's so many now that I enjoy listening to. And I'm continuing to learn every day. Like, because people throw questions at you, like, well, how would this work without mm-hmm. a government? How would this work? How would, who would build the roads? Who would build the floor? <laughs> and it's fun trying to research and, and, art, and come up with a good response or answer to that question and articulate it. And I even admit, I don't have all the answers. I have no idea how it would work in a free voluntary society, but I know how it's working right now is immoral. Morality applies to everybody. If it's illegal for me to rob my neighbor, I can't then pass on that right to someone in an elected office <laughs> to then rob someone else. It's right. immoral for them too. Um, and we just kind of make ourselves feel better by saying, oh, well, I voted for that person to do those things. Um, so yeah, I just, I think that it would work a lot better paying for the things that we use and for the things that we believe in. And that's how it would work in a free society to some extent. I mean, there's, it's much more nuanced than that, but I think that like we can really come up with some better solutions because there's a lot of red tape and bureaucracy. Um, in government. Yeah, I agree. I just read that Obama signed another like 536 pages of law, like just the other day. Like, yeah. No big deal. Who's reading this? Who knows what goes back, into that? They're bringing back earmarks. So people are going to be adding all their little uh, bills within larger bills. And oh, God. And we're paying for all that. And it's just getting slushed around. It would be much more efficient and localized. Mm-hmm. Even if we just start to decentralize. Like California, they want to secede. Great. Like, I, I think they're really not going to like that because they're used to having the, the federal bread. Uh-huh. I was going to say, we'll see how that turns yeah. out for them once they're... Really some federal government money. But anyway, just let them secede and, and keep going. Like, like all of the states should maybe secede and then the townships and then the neighborhoods until mm-hmm. all private properties and individuals and families are ruling themselves and funding what they want <laughs> and coexisting peacefully. <laughs> and, and that's not to say like in a free society, if you really like just paying some larger hierarchical, I, I messed up that word, but some like bigger entity and having them take care of everything for you, then you can find like-minded people and start a community that does that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And but then I'd be able to live the way I want to live too. There there'd be room for every way of life. Right now, there's not. Right now, you have to be a statist, um, <laughs> no matter what. Like you don't like what the government is spending your money on. Doesn't matter. <laughs> They're taking it anyway. So I know when I realized that and realized I couldn't get do anything about it, I got really depressed for a while and. I see like people, you know, like you rattled off all these people you started following and then you started making your own YouTube videos. So eventually you just feel compelled. You have to do something about all of this, I'm assuming. Right. I mean, is that why? Why did you start making the YouTube videos? Um, I started when I was um, engaged. So I knew that having a family was close in my future and just being able to articulate these things to a little person growing up that's looking to you for guidance so desperately, like I I really want to be able to kind of explain these things of the world, at least to some degree, at least give her a jumping off point. Um, So I really just be, I feel compelled to do that for my family and for my daughter, um, even though she's way too young (laughs) to understand (laughs) any of this, but you know, it'll be good to have these videos and ideas that are big picture Mm -hmm. archived for the future. Um, And I'm sure my thoughts and opinions would change on certain things, but, um, yeah, I just, I really feel compelled to do that. Um, because of family and friends really. (laughs) Well, that's the best reason. I mean, your daughter, I'm sure will be super grateful for that to have one that Um, you're going through this and figuring it all out for all of them. So, yeah. Um, and then a lot of people, their common rebuttal, um, whenever Mm -hmm. you start talking about these topics is, well, well, I, I like paying taxes. Like I would pay them voluntarily like I would I would pay them any well that's great Uh, making my argument uh, then you pay them without the gun in the room (laughs) thank you yes I hear that I get to that point with people a lot and I'm like okay well then you can just pay your community and like keep it local (laughs) you can still do those things you don't because you know a lot of people if if they're you know involved in like a church or they're already involved in a local charity they understand that and you can just be like you know the church can do it or this can do it but there's a lot of people like you know mostly on the left and whatnot to be totally generalizing here um that the argument ends that way and i'm just like really like come on yeah we can still do all the same things we just don't need you know a bunch of old farts in washington dc playing with our money and killing people on our behalf to do it right yeah and people are doing it already even exactly under the financial burden um that the government places on us through taxation and other ways of extortion um john oliver who is a huge leftist like he works for hbo mm-hmm. which is funded by time warner which was the number six donator to the hillary campaign so he's always pushing that narrative and the last episode that he did at the very end he was suggesting that you can pay, um, like you should, in the age of Trump, you should fund Planned Parenthood. Or he named all these other nonprofits and charities and organizations that he thinks are going to be in, in jeopardy because of Trump. And they very well could be. But he's he's calling to action this great free market solution. And, and people are really doing it. The ACLU, they raised seven and a half million dollars in a week after Trump's election. Is that why I've been seeing on Facebook? I donated to Planned yeah. Parenthood. Okay, okay. Yeah, people are doing it already. <laughs> so people would do it without the government, even, even more so, even more so. I don't know. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing that he just proved that point for us because yep. I don't, yeah, I'm always on the fence with him. Yep. It's a love-hate relationship for sure. I know. He's entertaining. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, he is. But, but then sometimes uh, I'm like, no, like you were so yeah. close. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but uh, Trump won. So we've got these other solutions that John Oliver, like, let's, you know, but what do we do now? Like, what's next? <laughs> um, I think what that think? Derek, Derek Bros has, he's, uh, have you heard of, yeah, you yes, have. Yes, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's the owner, like, he started the Conscious Resistance, which is a really good blog. Yeah, which um, is how I found he, you, because I followed him elsewhere, somewhere before. I forget where. Though. Yeah. He <laughs> has um, really good like agorist type solutions. Mm -hmm. Um, he started this thing. I don't know if it was him or John Bush that they're down in Texas. There's a whole hotbed of activists down there. They started this thing called freedom cells, mm -hmm. um, where you just kind of create a network, like that's kind of underground in a way. And then there are people that you can call on in rough times. Like, um, if, if, I don't know, maybe there's a food shortage or like maybe the child protective services are coming to take someone's kid away because they're smoking the wrong plant in their house. Then you call your network of local activists and, you know, you, you be prepared to defend yourself. I love and, that. And, and you don't even have to really use violence against mm -hmm. cops or whoever's coming to arrest you for whatever stupid fucking thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I don't know if you allow cursing but oh yeah we're on <laughs> but yeah whoever's coming to knock down your door SWAT team wise like you'll have your own little army to defend yourself oh um, my gosh I love that I've been saying then, we need that like an app version or something right? for oh years. it's freedomcells.org okay um, yeah, get on there and then you find people that are close by to you that you can recruit to join your network, which is great. Like, and the more that starts happening, the more, you know, this militarized police state w would be a little, uh, resistant to just start rapid firing, you know, <laughs> or right. like they'd be a little bit more cautious knowing that they're going to face resistance if this starts happening more. But I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's one thing you could do. Um, he has a lot of other uh, solutions. I, I really like the activism approach. <laughs> That's where it all starts. Educating people, uh -huh. getting these conversations, making videos, um, and really just spreading the information. Cause then, and, and if that's what you're good at, then that can really help to wake a lot of other people up who might have different talents or mm -hmm. might approach it a different way. So I'm sticking to the, just wake as many people up as possible. Uh, and spread the word and pass on good stuff I find related to this topic. And that's what I'm doing for now. Also, um, I'm probably going to homeschool in the future. That's oh, nice. really good thing. That's probably the best thing. You yeah. Can, uh, peaceful parent, <laughs> peaceful parenting and homeschooling. That's, you know, create your own little army of freedom, loving, peaceful people. And, <laughs> and then that definitely is a start. So yeah, you're so right. And that's inspiring. And it's so great to hear you know, I was so happy when I found you because sometimes there I was following like a lot of men in the movement. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this woman like she gets it. She knows what's up. And you're just oh, like a normal you. person making videos in her living room. And it's <laughs> relatable. You. And it's just really refreshing to, you know, be able to know I'm getting that information and um, in a your goofy little fun way of bringing it across. <laughs> so um, oh. do, you, do you follow Julia Cheriansky too? brave the world on YouTube? No, I do not. She's really great. I'm a patron, patron, patron. I don't know. Patron, I, I guess okay. <laughs> that's how you pronounce it of hers. I donate every time she makes a video. Um, that's another great way you can help just like your local community or whatever. Um, so I have a couple people that I send, like, it, it's like, as soon as they make a video, then like four bucks goes to her type of thing. A lot okay. of YouTubers are using that. Um, but yeah, so she's really good and she's similar 
Um, okay. I'll check so her out. definitely check her out. Brave the world on YouTube and Twitter. Um, Julia Borowski. She's really good. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, there really aren't that many women. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's <laughs> nice to find you. Right <laughs> and I know you were a teacher at the time and I was just like, wow, this is like pretty awesome that you're, you know, sharing your views and putting it oh, yeah, out I was, there. I, so. I was putting it out there when I was still teaching. I was kind of nervous. I yeah. Was, I was like, that's pretty ballsy. <laughs> yeah. Not many people know about my YouTube channel still. I really need to let go of the remaining fear that I have. Yes. Um, let it go. Cause you're on a roll over there and uh, more yeah, people should soon. check it out. I, I feel like once I get that voluntarism video out, um, then I'm going to share it. Like, cause that kind of catches some of the beginning questions people would have, you yeah. know what I mean? So as soon as that gets out, I think I'm going to just share it with everybody. Yeah. Um, so okay. the video that I found you through was um, about veganism and volunteerism. Like, I don't know, a year or so ago, I was vegan yeah. for a while and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like my life story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. I forgot but, I made that one. I think that's yeah. only on just resistance. I should probably put that on my channel too. Yeah. I think it was, it was definitely over there. And that's, like I said, how I found you. So it's funny, yeah. but, um, Oh, right. you know, um, you're, you're, I don't know how to say her last name, but she vlogs for the conscious resistance too. So she's really good. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so where can folks find you? Where's your YouTube channel and what's your Twitter? Or where do you want folks to find you? <laughs> um, YouTube is Katie chaos, K A T Y and then K H A O S. And then Twitter is Katie chaos with an underscore in the middle. Um, but I, I, publish stuff on conscious resistance but I don't do as many like just uh, free talking like vlog style videos that I used to because I have a little less time with uh, my daughter but um, I try to get on there every now and then too so conscious resistance is a good one to follow awesome well thank you Katie so much for being here um, this was really fun I could pick your brain all day but I know uh, you're short on time so I really appreciate the time you gave me Thank and, you so much for having me. Uh, I will keep an eye on your videos and send everyone to your site. And uh, hopefully I'll get to have you on again sometime soon. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye.